Hi, I'm Nathan. You're about to listen to a show of humor, analysis, and discovery. Welcome to the WADFAM Chocolate. Hello and welcome to the WADFAM Chalkpod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And we are here to talk about Connie. Connie. Connie, 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 Connie. Oh, Connie, 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 Connie. It's Connie. the beginning of the end. Yes. <laughs> On episode 50 out of 900. <laughs> <laughs> of our coverage of of this of connie's conversion yeah yes, yes. the 12 step plan uh, plan of all <laughs> church communities <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah it's uh it's an episode it first aired december 3rd of 1988 mm. it's written by paul mccusker directed by mccusker and steve harris who was one of the like originators of odyssey mm-hmm. hadn't directed episodes for i don't know a while came back and directed co-directed this one and the next one and then it's never credited again interesting yeah i wonder if it was a he's important we need to make sure they do the conversion part of this right like maybe or maybe it was just like a nod to hey you want to like come back and like do the thing you started Ah, okay like like the classic like you know i don't know people coming back to what is is it um i feel like that was a thing in television for a while is like showrunners who went away then came back for the for the finale of the show Mm -hmm. or whatever so i'm guessing there's a little bit of that Hmm. um but but yeah and then (laughs) uh only two characters that we haven't interacted with in this episode we have audrey nelson um, who is the woman who sits next to her on the bus. Mm-hmm. And then we have Girl, who is the girl who sits next to her on the bus. And uh, Audrey Nelson is voiced by Joan Gerber. She is an, an actress who's been in 15 episodes of Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And we have covered... 10 of them i was gonna say we've we've said her name like, plenty of times we've said her name so many times but it's not like she's in that many episodes we just keep stumbling into them she's yeah. in like so much of like the barkley family stuff and has been in a lot of this connie stuff and it's just very funny to me so maybe that's what we actually like about this is joan gerber yeah yeah maybe um so yeah i, th- I feel like i don't know what the other five episodes are but maybe we should just like do that after this just be like ah we're gonna pick up so we've seen listen to all the joan gerber episodes in a arc that people will totally understand they will online happily get behind <laughs> yeah we're just doing the gerber arc you know <laughs> It makes the most logical sense following Connie's art. Right. No, I, th- I, I agree. Um, and then Kara Stook is the girl. Mm-hmm. The, the girl going from Des Moines to Detroit. Um, and she's been in other episodes. None that we've covered. Doesn't really exist outside of Odyssey. So mm. that's, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's it as far as like cast goes for this episode. But we do have... A very special first appearance and i think we need to talk about that yes we do who, who who's in this episode andrew mr coke bottle glasses himself eugene meltzner is uh is present and accounted for in this episode what 51 51 yeah shoot i thought his name was hubert meltston it's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite dinosaur <laughs> oh man but yeah, this is this is the debut of Eugene. Mm-hmm. And it's quite the powerful introduction that we'll we'll get into yeah. uh, once we start our coverage. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the official guide um, yeah, talk talks about this in you know, a, from a couple different angles. Um, they were looking to expand the cast again because at this point Harley is out. Mm-hmm. And so this is Phil Lawler writing, but he's like, after we lost our comic character, <laughs> we needed a new comic foil. So we brought in Eugene Meltzner. Um, yeah, he was inspired by a listener who wrote in suggesting that they write a care or create a character like her dad, brilliant, but always losing his keys. <laughs> 
which is just a funny thing to imagine a child writing in and being like, <laughs> "Can you guys make a like make a make a character after my dad?" The I, the only things I know about him is he's smart and he loses his keys all the time. And they were like, "You know what? That actually sounds like a great idea. Let's do that and make him one of our core characters." Yep. <laughs> Let's make him the most important. But there is a I think I think it's a special feature on the Heroes album. Mm-hmm. which i had on cd talking about this from the gold audio series um so that while this is the first time i'm reading that out of the guide i have heard that like eugene hear, was based off of i can hear mccusker saying those lines okay um yeah nice but, but yeah um and so that was the birth of yep. eugene melsner yeah and he is a uh, yeah, he's named after a McCusker was reading a magazine, and mm. two of the editors were named. One had the name Eugene, one had Meltzner, and he was like, "Done." <laughs> Which easy fair. game, and it's a good, it's a good nerd name. No, yeah, it's like, a great nerd like it name. It suits him really well, and it sounds real, obviously, which is important. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, it's. Ugh. Right, right, right. Like, they didn't call him, like, you know, smart man, big glasses. Yeah, yeah. Like, like there, there's, there's nerd names that Dexter McPocket Protector. Right, yes. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and, yeah, uh, there's there's a quote here from Steve Harris, um, who we just talked about as having co-directed this, these episodes, um, and... He says, my biggest disappointment about losing Officer Harley was the prospect of losing Will. He was just too talented and too much fun to work with to let slip away. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Because, I mean, he's such a ham as Officer Harley. Like, he does a great job with that. Um, But especially covering this earlier episodes hearing his voice pop in and out for tangential characters like mm. he's a really good voice actor yeah. and they weren't idiots they knew that so yeah. yeah i'm i'm glad that they appreciated having him around and recognized that like oh no we actually got to lock this boy down <laughs> otherwise he's going to go someplace else yeah yeah and the the quote here goes on to be like you know just talking about Will Ryan and how much he inspired Eugene's character, like mm-hmm. the precise grammar is a Will Ryan thing. Mm. The playing a ukulele is, is a like Will is such a Will <laughs> yeah. Ryan thing that almost seems at odds with Eugene, but is then like a fun thing they get to do down the road. Yeah. And is yeah. So so great. Um Yeah. They well, just... Will Ryan's super fast and quippy with his humor in the show, and I think that Eugene's intelligence lends itself really well to mm. that, and so it's like, well, actually, how do you do? How do you fare? All that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so... Yeah, it's just... It's such a good... And... Like, them losing Officer Harley might be the best thing that ever happened to the show yeah because like they wouldn't have been pushed to create this character otherwise and i think there was no way that they could have done what they do it just it makes so much more sense yeah (laughs) to have a your essentially your third lead Mm -hmm. like out of your like triumvirate of characters it makes so much more sense to have one of them be like this nerdy college student not a christian figuring things out Mm -hmm. like not a like eugene is not comic relief in Mm -hmm. the way that like wooten is but he is a character that is funny well, and also contrasts so greatly from the environment that he's right. in, especially in his pre-Christian days. Like, right, he's perfect, like, fish out of water. Yeah, contrarian, kind of. In the same way where, like, they tried to do it with Connie of being like, well, she's all California, and now she's <laughs> in a small town. But I don't think that connects to quite the same way Eugene no. does. And I'm just like, it would be... 
It would be such a different show if they, like, continued on with, like, it being, like, a Connie and Wit two-hander mm-hmm. with then um, with then Harley and Tom as supporting. Yeah. Which is basically what we get in these early episodes. It's mm-hmm. like, those are the four cast members they had mm-hmm. from, like, the beginning of Odyssey. And they, like, leaned very heavily on wit and connie Mm -hmm. and the others were yeah just kind of filled out the background yeah it's like by losing harley then we get eugene who becomes like this foreground character and really like rounds out the cast yeah well and he rounds out the cast in such a way that he like like you said, he's a foil. He's the opposite of wit. Like he's providing a flavor that is not present. Like his humor is entirely unique, obviously, and his flavor is not present elsewhere in the show. Like yeah, there's um, kind of a sense of like we've got the Od- uh, Odysseans, you know, the people that grew up in yep. in the town and everything that uh, you know adhere to the culture. And then we've got Connie. And um, and just having the one outsider for what they wanted to do with the outsider, which is make her an insider, um, they it makes sense that they would you know want to throw Eugene in there so that that part of the show doesn't just go away as soon as Connie becomes a Christian, right? Which is so obvious just in the fact that he's introduced in these. Episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think I think in. Uh, the component you said he's a good foil to wit but like he's also a great foil to connie Mm -hmm. like they get to both like we have wit as our father figure because neither of us have dads Mm -hmm. which is wild when you zoom out and think about that (laughs) but like but then and then yeah we get to have like sibling banter yeah and as people who are they are relatively close in age Mm -hmm. at this point in the show that grap grows with time but at least at this point, Eugene is a student who got into college very young, mm-hmm. and Connie is like mid to late high school. Yeah. So if she's fifteen, he's probably sixteen. Mm-hmm. Like they are very much playing it as, yeah, as these two people are in like slightly different life stages, but are similar in age. As yeah. time goes on, that gap really grows. Who does it? But, <laughs> but like, I think that's the the intention at this point, at least. Um, and yeah, I he gets to so he gets to be a foil to wit, and he is like the science to wit's faith, mm-hmm. and he's a foil to Connie in that he is like the logic to Connie's emotion. Mm-hmm. And then he also, like, is a foil to Tom in that he's, like, you know, the sophistication to Tom's, like, hometown yes. And And then later when Bernard comes in, mm-hmm. plays that as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, they do. Will Ryan really doing the most. Right. <laughs> like, it's just, it's such a testament to the, to what Will can bring to the table with this character and the fact that yeah that he's introduced here in episode 50 and we haven't heard the end of him Mm -hmm. that he has seasons away from the show like we talked about for basically all of novacom yeah but that his presence (laughs) is felt Mm -hmm. in spite of that like it's well because he's like one of the most important core characters like you know you would think that at that point when they get rid of him or you know he's off the show that they're either gonna kill him off or they've got to write him off because he's so ingrained in that um by that point in the show like his role within the town and within the uh the show kind of playing off other people yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see how his story is or isn't brought to a close here over the next few a few years. A few years. Yeah. Which is, yeah, so... so Apprehensive tough. at best about that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not looking forward to it in any regard. Yeah. But, yeah. Hubler. Oh, Kathy Buchanan, please... Please come through. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Give him the justice he deserves. 
Do we have a promo for this episode, Dylan? We do have a promo, and I think it's time to roll it. Roll it. Coming up in the next adventure in Odyssey, Connie Kendall leaves town to go back to California and begins a journey that will change her life forever. Now that school is let out for the holidays, Mom said it's okay to go to California to see my dad. Oh, that's great. Plus 23 to Los Angeles. Mom, I'm going. I'm really going. That's next time on Adventures in Odyssey. Gorgeous. Love the music. Love it all. Yeah. It's also, it's such a casual promo. Mm-hmm. And like I did For love... what's happening. Well, and like they, so it's a split promo. So there is this one and then there is a separate promo for 52. Oh, nice. Like for part two of, of Connie. And I think that that one will maybe lean into the like drama of yeah. it all. Whereas this one's more. Connie is like... at a crossroads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh still fun it just like it feels like summer yes which, which is love. so funny because this is an episode that takes place at holidays christmas there's presents correct <laughs> so like we open up on like connie is going to california for christmas mm-hmm. and it was just that reminder of like oh right like this first year of odyssey it's follows so... a calendar yeah because like we do the you know we do the halloween episode at halloween Mm -hmm. we do the election episode like a single vote for the election Mm -hmm. we do thanksgiving for thanksgiving and now like we're hitting christmas break and Mm -hmm. we're doing christmas break stuff (sighs) if only they could continue such wonders Yeah, I mean, it It makes sense as, like, the production times stretched out that yeah. that just didn't make sense anymore. I, I'm fine if it's not a... Like, I don't need the show to be a one-to-one with the time of year. No, no. But I wish it could keep... A, like, I wish it had, like, a timeline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... We're not getting a timeline. No, 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 we're not. But I'm just like, when I compare it to the oft-mentioned Young Justice, which, like, has a beautiful timeline that goes from the creation of the universe until, like, well past modern day, Hmm. like, and is, doesn't contradict itself. I'm just like, man, like, show people can do this. Yeah, yeah. Just not uh, ours. <laughs> yeah. Not, not 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 this show. And, you know, there's grace for that. Certainly. Um, yeah, so Connie, obviously, as we talked about, she's been back and forth about going to California and whatnot, um, but she finally gets her mom to agree to it. So it was like on a Monday, her mom finally caved, and then so she runs in to wit's end and is like, well, so my mom said that I can actually go to California because I've been really wanting to, and all I need is the time off. And wit's like, so you already are going to go. You're just waiting for me to give you the time off. And she's like, well, yeah. And he's like, well, yeah, you can go. I'll just find a replacement. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about that, Dylan? I I understand the need. I, I do understand the need. I, I don't know. I'm mixed on wit in this moment where I'm like, he does a good job of not being disparaging to Connie's face. Mm-hmm. And then later, like, he talks through stuff with Tom. Yeah. And talks about his concerns. But he does a good job of just kind of throwing his support behind her in this moment. Mm-hmm. That then, yeah, is str- then does become a little bit odd when he makes like the help thing. Yeah, like but, all the work we've done so far could be undone. <laughs> well, no, 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 but I mean that's that's later. That's not to Connie's face. Yeah, I'm saying the thing that is to her face is the is the like oh I gotta hire someone. But mm-hmm. I'm like, but I get it. It's a it's a business, right. and yeah. it's a business. It's busy. It's ridiculous that we did it on his own for so long, mm-hmm. and yeah, it it's not. Yeah, he's not. He makes it clear that he's not replacing her. Mm-hmm. Or he's like, "Well, that's up to you. Like, if you if you don't come back, I guess this is permanent. But yeah. like, it's not my intention." <laughs> and so I'm like, "It's it's a weird energy that I guess he didn't have to bring into this conversation." But I'm not like 
I'm not it doesn't, mad at it. Well, it doesn't feel like an act of, like, passive aggression to me. Yeah. Like, a, oh, you're leaving. Well, I'm going to push you away. Now you're, you're right. Leaving. Which I think is such a testament to Hal Smith's performance. Because mm-hmm. I think that the writing doesn't is... give it that nuance. Yeah. But when I hear him play it, I'm like... Oh, you're not doing this out of any sort of vitriol because you are a kind, jolly old man. Yeah, you're just an ice cream shop owner who knows that Christmas time is going to be a bit crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, because nothing says Christmas like ice cream. Amen. That's what I've been saying for years. There's no other seasonal desserts that are uh, that come to mind when you think of Christmas. Yeah, and so so Connie is Connie's going to leave, and Wit. Uh, so she exits, and Wit goes to post a help wanted sign and tom strolls in and is like help wanted is it getting to be too much for you and connie and he's like well getting too much to be you know getting to be too much for me um not you know connie's off to california he's like what you know i dude i can't do this i'm so sorry I have this episode memorized that's fair i could (laughs) do the entire thing that's okay. And I no, I don't I don't want to. No, we're I know. better than that. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> I he's uh yeah he, Broad strokes, Dylan. Broad, broad strokes. Don't quote dialogue when it's just like hi Tom. <laughs> but that's what it's been waiting in your for brain for you for pay. all these years. Yeah. And then they have a chuckle. Yep. Uh, but yep. yeah, Tom's point is like, wait, I thought like Connie wasn't going to California. Like, remember when she was going to go over the summer mm-hmm. and then that tornado happened and... And Wit does the whole, oh, I didn't get that many stitches. It was no big deal. And Tom's yeah. like, it was 18, you idiot. <laughs> right. And yeah, he references kind of forgetting it. And we go into, we go into a clip show. Yo. Like we're, we're going back. And this whole episode, or the, the both, both parts here, but like is the is so much paying off all of the like or they're they're cashing in all the checks that they've written over the past year yeah yes. sometimes in the literal thing of the tornado or just like wit talks about like he's like you know karen's death affected her more than i thought it would and yeah Tom's like it affected all of us and it's yeah. like cash that check right and we yeah. get stuff from promises promises later mm-hmm. in this episode and it's just very much like they have been building all of this for so long and this is them going like all right now we're putting all the chips on the table mm-hmm. like this ooh. is where it's gonna make sense right. for her to make this decision yeah yeah and i i think one i think it's the Karen's death affected her more than I thought it would. It's like a child died. Yeah. What did you think was going to happen? She was just going to be complete. <laughs> she was is going to roll off the back like a like a raindrop on a duck. <laughs> mm. uh, that's the play. Yeah. When somebody dies of cancer. <laughs> yeah. But then this is this is where Wade expresses his concern about, you know, all all those old friends, all mm-hmm. those old influences. Mhm. Um and Tom, rightfully so, is like, you know, that's God's business. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't get to control her world. Yeah. What, like, give that up. Release control. Like, God's got this. Mm-hmm. And it's it's that thing we talk about all the time, but it's just like early Odyssey understood Wit's role so much better than Later. modern. Yeah, yeah. Where it's uh, much more, I can lead you to the water, but I can't make you drink. Whereas Modern Odyssey's like, I can put an AR headset on you and make you drink, but not yeah. reality. <laughs> and then you'll come back out and be real confused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And right. it's just, yeah, it, it's such a nice moment of this. And then, right. And then, you know, he's like, you know, Tom's like, we should, we should pray that mm-hmm. this trip to california will be connie's like own personal odyssey and yeah. i'm like you can not you should not use the concept of an odyssey, odyssey in- being like a spiritual <laughs> journey in a show that is talk that, that exists in a town called odyssey that is named odyssey yes that is geared towards children Yes. Because I did not understand what that meant as a child. 
I was like, her trip to California is gonna be Odyssey. I thought they wanted her in Odyssey, not California. Oh, like they want oh, okay. like California to be like Odyssey for her. What? <laughs> like it didn't. You, I. The word Odyssey means a completely different only, thing here. Only means this town when I am a child. Yeah. I do not know what that is as a concept outside of that. Well, especially in album three or whatever, like how many times have they used the word Odyssey outside of the context is probably the first time. Right. Yeah. It just, it's, maybe it's it's the only time. I hope so. I understand what the writers were doing kind of, but I think it is a very poor choice. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was kind of, um, Kind of like a, a self-congratulatory type thing as opposed to like actually making sense where it's like, oh, haha, you can put that in there. But it, yeah, you're missing the point of the eight to 12 year olds that are listening to this not understanding literally like 3000 year old ancient Greek mythology. Yeah, It's just it's a it's a bad choice by the writers of the show, in my opinion, mm-hmm. to refer to the this trip as the concept of an odyssey even though like i i know what they're trying to do but it's the wrong call because it's confusing as a listener especially a child (laughs) certainly (laughs) certainly i don't think that's much of a stretch to uh to say that that's a big word i mean (laughs) it took me owning not owning co-hosting a podcast with odyssey in the name to consistently be able to spell it correctly. oh my word yes no, absolutely <laughs> the only reason i know how to spell that word is because of this show yeah um yeah and then uh and then eugene walks in mm-hmm my host just say it's eugene. eugene yeah we get that sweet sweet bell noise and then he mm-hmm. walks in and waltzes up to the counter um it's like a bell how quaint <laughs> yeah yeah and then uh he's looking for john avery whitaker and um he says hi to tom and the whole how do you fare tom says howdy and he goes how do you fare and all that yada yada like the eugene over explains uh, howdy the what is it a cloak or uh from the english how do you right well so it's how do you do or from the old english how do you fare yeah something like that yeah it is something like that i could if i paused long enough i could get it but we we don't need to we need it does what we matter. do need is a sound button for uh, or a soundboard for the uh, train horn that is used to open the shop uh, <laughs> that or boat of like fog horn is what it sounds like are you talking about next episode andrew no no certainly not well i i don't even know where that idea came from i don't think that's in odyssey at all actually okay. all right Good. I think I was thinking about three, two, one penguins. Ah, of the course, show I've famously seen before. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, yeah, we've just got like the the weird wit struggling with his name is so bizarre. Yeah, yeah, but Melt whatever. Snare. Yeah, and so yeah, Eugene basically explains that like Professor Pierce, his professor at the college, suggested that he work under wit because. Wit is this like inventor guy who has like a very different like way of life, and he mm-hmm. thought that like that might be good experience for Eugene. And honestly, good work, Mister Professor Man. Yeah, does he call himself a genius? He does. Yeah, he says like uh, recognized as some sort of genius or whatever. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So my big thing, my my big note that I wanted to talk about for this episode was. From the episodes that we've covered previously, it seemed very much like Wits End was the place where the town hung out, um, but it was about the town and not about Wits End. And mm. now it's it feels like with Harley leaving and with Eugene coming in, it's now about Wits End and it's about this, you know, small kind of corner of the town where, where people do come to like hang out and we've got uh, you know, all of this contrast in kind of a, you know, homogenous town where we've got, like, old and young and guy and girl and smart and ditzy and whatever. Um, it, I, it does wonders for the show because I don't think that they could have done as much with the characters that they had if they had stuck with the whole, like, oh, we've got the ice cream shop owner and we've got the, you know, the bookstore owner and these are the characters we're interacting with as opposed to, like, there's more wits end employees and it's more about the employees and the kids and that 
set like that universe i think that's in an incredibly salient point well done thank you (laughs) that that really solidifies something that i hadn't thought about but like the idea that this show is in its initial conception called odyssey usa yeah yeah paints it so much more as or even family portraits before that Mm. but paints it so much more as this like it's it's about like the goings about in this town mm-hmm. versus being centered on wit's end mm-hmm. and it this is for sure the turning point like you're yeah. you're so right and like we will get more more like the imagination st- like we'll get yeah. kids radio like we'll get so much more stuff at wit's end that will only hammer that home more mm-hmm. with the characters that they have that are like able to facilitate it and make it so that like oh yeah it makes perfect sense for the teenager who doesn't shut up to have a radio show like <laughs> yeah yeah um and then right the oh the, he says um, Eugene asks if the name is a pun. I hate puns. puns. <laughs> and it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. No, Eugene would not be a fan of the Wadfam Jack pun. Certainly not. <laughs> a name that is a pun. <laughs> to be clear. A pun off of something that he did? Who who shortens the menu? No, that, that's a Jack Allen. Oh, that's a Jack Allen shortens the menu. But uh, there's also a moment where Tom asks if he's a foreign exchange student. Yeah. <laughs> and we just chuckles. Yeah. And it's like, right, we got Tom. He's so folksy. And Eugene, such a nerd. Like literally a walking book and a talking one <laughs> but not salty no yeah then we jump to the bus mm-hmm. um or connie going to get on the bus yeah she's with and, her mom yeah and she's just kind of oh no it's not even there it's back at the house My yeah word this episode is early christmas present yeah and she's like don't open it um no that's when they're at the bus station this is just the one where connie is oh, where june yes. is trying to like kind of talk connie out of this yeah and she's like why are you so like insistent upon this and connie's like look like I, i've come to like being here i like the people but this place isn't me Mm-hmm. I need to go back to California where I can be me. Here, everyone is trying to push something on me, and there, nobody cares, like, who I am, what I believe. Yeah, yeah, nobody's nobody's invested enough to try and skew me either way out there. Yeah, um, and she does this sneer about, like, accepting Jesus. Yeah. Everyone around yeah. here wants me to. Yeah. Um, whereas back home, you know... California, not a single person believes in God. Not not one person in that whole whole state. Yeah, I mean that that's that's just fact. That's, that is fact. That's why uh, Hillsong moved there and then promptly left. Right. That's why we're looking forward to global warming because you know seas will rise, the coastal elites will be disappeared, <laughs> and then we can live in glorious Middle America. Amen. With with uh, with waterfront property rates, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the dream. I want I want beachfront property in Idaho. That's that's the focus dream. Andrew, I was going to make that same joke. <laughs> I was literally queuing up for I've got a beachfront I can sell you in Idaho. <laughs> we should do a podcast together. Maybe, maybe sometime. I don't know, man. <laughs> no, this is uh yeah, yeah. It's kind of frustrating. I mean, obviously a you know, the way that we've listened to it, it feels like, why would you be questioning this? You finally said yes. Are you really that surprised? She's actually just, like, leaving the next weekend. But, you know, it, I guess, you know, for 8 to 12-year-olds, they've got to recap it and whatnot. Like, oh, this is my reason for going. Right, right. We need, I don't even think just for 8 to 12, but we just need Connie to be able to verbalize it. Yeah. And they do a good job of making it June. And mm-hmm. there's, like, the underlying thing. Like, there's the... Yeah, she, I don't know if it's this scene or a later scene, but it doesn't really matter. She talks about, like, you know, her dad is, like, you know, has plans if he can get away from work. Mm -hmm. And, like, this thing, which I think is also part of it for June 2, is, like, she's, like, sending her daughter back to, like, her father, who they seem to have, like, an okay relationship despite being separated mm-hmm. like like they're but they're also no like, longer together 
they don't seem to agree on a lot of things, but it's not like she's fearing for Connie. Yeah, yeah. Sending her back to that. But she'd maybe rather she wasn't doing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you said, she's like 15 or 16. She's taking a bus across the country. So, like, obviously that would... A bit of complication and, and, and stress for, for Connie and especially her mom. Um, yeah. But, you know, doesn't really change anything. And Connie's still heading off for the uh, the bus what yep. is it called bus station <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah there's i feel like it's got to be a lot longer than a two-day bus ride but maybe it's not <laughs> no it no seems, maybe two days about yeah right yeah I 48 think it hours 48 yeah absolutely hours. um eugene uh yeah <laughs> we jump back to eugene and he talks about like nicknames being terribly disrespectful mm-hmm. um and then plots to automate all of wit's end to make it more efficient yes. and rather than saying no we just lets eugene steamroll him yeah he just lets him run off and he's like oh well i'll just deal with that in part two because we're stretching this out <laughs> that's my biggest complaint about this episode is that it's like one of the most significant episodes in odyssey and it's 20 minutes both parts <laughs> it's like <laughs> you couldn't give me like 10 minutes more of meat and context and dialogue like come on now having not listened to part two in decades no not decades i'm not that old in a decade in a decade uh i i cannot i cannot speak to the pacing of these episodes and how <sighs> the second one will finish because i did my homework well <laughs> you did your homework ahead. on time <laughs> uh, but but yeah we were then at the at the bus station mm-hmm. and um yeah this is the christmas present they're wait yeah this is the christmas present bit and they're waiting for wit to come Mm -hmm. say goodbye and he comes and i really like that and yeah you know wit says think about the conversations or something like that yeah or he just like promise me you'll like you know give this this stuff some thought or whatever mm-hmm. and kind of like well you know i don't make promises i can't keep you taught me that yeah yeah, yeah which is so so sweet mm-hmm. and she gives her a bible mm. um and, and that's like the the like what he gives her bible? a gift what do you think like what version yeah what, what version what, what color like is it I a mean, study like, bible mm, i don't think study bible i think it's like an old school I think I think we're probably like leather bound. Yeah, that Her was my name. Thought, yeah. Is like um, embossed on the cover, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. gold letters for sure. I, I'm kind of thinking. I don't know. Part of me goes like, is it like KJV? Like, no, I, it... I was thinking NKJV. I was mm, thinking like, you know what? I think that's probably the play. You're maybe right. You're it's right. like slightly You're poetic. Right. <laughs> yep. Wit does seem artsy like... farsy. NKJV is. I, the I think Witt's an choice. ESV man. I think he is now. I or don't think in NASB. 1988 True. that would be True. that would be his thing. That's where I'm like, okay, I don't, I can't see Wit with an NIV. So NKJV does make a lot of sense. For sure, for sure. I think I like he, it. yeah. And of course, he knows how to read Hebrew. So right, know, of course, he's got his. <laughs> he's got that next to him yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and Connie's like, you know, I don't have uh, a gift for you. Um, but I can give you a hug. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, a nice, are good a nice hug from Hal Smith is so, so lovely. Yeah. It sounds real nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And then we're, and then we're on the bus. Yeah. She, she, she off races off. Um, and when, yeah, she's sitting down next to an unnamed girl comes mm-hmm. in and sits down next to her who just has disdain for everything. Yes, it would appear so. <laughs> she uh, just kind of hates life and then uh, targets that at Connie and specifically the gift she just received. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she, um, like, yeah, is defending the, like, she's reading the Bible mm-hmm. and this this girl is asking her about that mm-hmm. um and in just kind of a like eh, i'm not really asking i'm just kind of like blowing through and like mm-hmm. spouting off my own frustrations yeah. and whatnot which then puts connie in this place where like she winds up defending it a bit mm-hmm. which i have for sure been in the position of like 
I mean, I think we all do it, but like yeah. you're defending a position you don't necessarily agree with, but because the other person is so dismissive of it mm-hmm. that you're like, well, no, 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 well, like, now- <laughs> like there is value to th- people I love have this stance, yeah. even if I don't. Exactly. So like, I do need to like, I feel like a bit of a duty to like, yeah, to, to, to those talk. relationships, to those people, to you know, represent their values in a way, and, and yeah. it's true because she comes in, she's like, oh, you know, religious types and blah blah blah, Christian, yeah. like all of the the attitude is put on those you know hot button words. Yep. Um, and yeah. Connie's like, well, no, I mean, not really, but I don't know. I mean, it's just uh, a real nice guy gave it to me, and <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, and yeah, and then. Right, we do we do we do a flashback to promises, promises mm-hmm. with Wit saying the whole like you know you think everyone's a good person, yeah, um, but you know all have sinned and fallen short, mm-hmm. um, and the yeah they're this, treating the symptoms without treating the disease, yeah, but ignoring but... the disease, yep, and the the girl just kind of ends it on well you're entitled to think what you want, it's a free country. <laughs> You're entitled to buy AR-15s if you want. It's a free country. Sigh. Thanks for that, bummer, Andrew. Sorry, man. No, I mean, you're absolutely right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. In this instance, the person saying it's a free country is like the... Is the antagonist. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's not sticking up for rights. She's uh, oppressing religion, clearly. <sighs> Next morning. Yeah. Uh, so then she leaves, cause she, which is weird, because she's not sitting next to Condi. She just kind of, like, sticks her head and is like, was that a Bible? Well, you a Christian, you she, weirdo? I'm going to go sit down. She's looking for a place to sit down because the guy next to her is, like, snoring or oh, something. Oh, that's right. And so she right. sits down, and then, like, kind of when, like, that conversation ends, she's just kind of like, eh, on to the next person. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then Connie's asleep and wakes up to be next to Mrs. Nelson. Who sounds delightful, uh, Mrs. Nelson. Way. Joan Gerber, once again. And God bless. Yeah, just uh, just lovely. And yeah, and she's talking about coming coming back. Like she's coming back from a funeral in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know, her, her sister, I believe, who was mm-hmm. uh, married to a pastor um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, passed away from, from some heart conditions. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then Connie starts talking about like, oh, I knew like a girl like that once um who yeah who thought that way felt those things and and also died um and i genuinely like connie talking about karen almost made me cry yeah 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 well especially in this context where it's like all of we one we haven't really gotten to hear much of her perspective other than Mm. a few like kind of short explosive conversations and two like you know as the listener having just heard karen like we Mm. know that this is a big thing um so to hear it come out yeah it's really emotional you're like oh okay there's there's a lot going on here yeah where you know wit and tom were correct in that uh, assessment that she she's really carrying a lot of yeah and then and then connie has this moment where she's like where she's like hey you know you you remind me of like the people Wait, back yeah. home <laughs> well but i think it's so i think it's so such brilliant subtle writing mm-hmm. of connie referring to odyssey as home mm-hmm. as she goes towards california yeah oh i didn't ever picked up on that that's that is smart right like it's just yeah it's, that's beautiful it's very good it kind of like it it plants this thing of like even before the events of part two like this is home like Finally, where, where I, I belong. belong. <laughs> where I belong. Yes, this is home. Speaking of Prince Caspian. <laughs> oh, goodness. But, but yeah, just this idea that, like, she, yeah, she subconsciously recognizes that, like, Odyssey is where her heart lies now and not California, even yeah. though she's not going to reach that conclusion for a little while longer. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's just like, yeah, it's such this like sweet little moment that they don't draw attention to. And I yeah. really love. Um, and she's like, you know, you don't happen to know, uh, you know, John Wicker in Odyssey. In Odyssey. Because I could just see him working it out for you to sit next yeah. to me. Um, and, you know, Mrs. Nelson's like, well, it wasn't your Mr. Whitaker who did this. You know, mm-hmm. it was God. And yeah. I say, is there a difference? Yeah. But, <laughs> Not in this show. But like, yeah. And then, um, yeah. And then Mrs. Nelson's just like, you know, God loves you, Connie. Um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, I hope you're, I hope you're able to see that. Yeah. And she, what did she say? Like, uh, God loves you, Connie. And I think he's put people in your, your life, life to, to show, show you, you that. that. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is really good and beautiful. Mm. And I think that like, as, as the mixed feelings I have about kind of what conversion looks like in evangelicalism, where it's just kind of like, a, oh, we'll make the decision the one time and whatever. Um, <laughs> yes. But... Uh, <laughs> Like this, this shows a lot more of that subtlety and the building of just no. Wit wasn't really preaching at her in any of those moments, and that's why she likes Wit. And so, in this moment, like she is primed to believe that, like, oh no, maybe he was just being nice because there was somebody nice in charge of him doing that, <laughs> you know, and yeah. maybe that is all that it's cracked up to be by these weirdos yeah yeah uh and then uh we go out on the note of harlow doyle driving the bus (laughs) saying that they've arrived in sunny los angeles and i would give you a hot towel but we'd crash the bus (laughs) laughs like bert it's not the hot towel he says he says i can't feel my legs but if i get up we'll crash oh oh i thought he said i'd give you a hot there towel. might be something about a hot towel but the the will crash line oh yes is yeah i can't feel my, my legs, legs. <laughs> but if we get but if i get up we'll crash yeah <laughs> like it is yeah it's will ryan doing the exact character that he does for harlow doyle it's even written like a harlow joke it's, yeah it's very funny and i enjoy it and I like this idea that before he became a private eye, he, was he bus drove driver. Connie to California. Amen. <laughs> well, he had to do something in his in-between time, you know? Mm, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that is... That's part one. That's it. 19 minutes, short and sweet. Mm-hmm. The way uh, God intended it. Amen. Oh. <laughs> uh. It's a good episode. It really is. And we'll talk more about, like, greater implications, I think, at the end of the next one. Because we can really put a button in on the whole Connie thing. But I would just say, like, this episode builds it in a very good way. And I, yeah, I truly, I like, I really enjoy them paying off all this stuff that they've been building to over a year. Well, and I, I honestly don't think that I ever fully understood how difficult going from album one to three versus album like four to 20 was as far Mm. as like trans, uh, you know, translating characters and, and, um, you know, plot points and locations and everything. Sure. Like, sure. How much they figured out about what the show was going to look like, what the show was going to be about. And also like, yeah, like I said, yeah. shifting that dynamic from the whole, like, Simpsons-esque, uh, you know, looking at a town from bird's eye to, like, no, this is a, a corner of a small town that with some people that we really care about in a place where it makes sense. Right, yeah, it's such, a, it's such an accomplishment of the show to, like, have found its footing over the... Not that there weren't missteps and don't continue to be missteps, but, like, mm-hmm. the... Where it gets from Connie Comes to Town, episode three. Yeah, like, which flop? Like, where are you it gets me? to now. Yeah. Um, and just being able to track that has been really, really fun. And, yeah, definitely given me a different perspective on the show mm-hmm. that I have. That I, I think it just gives me a greater appreciation from the era of the show that I like so much, which is, you know... Probably in that, like, album 10 to album, well, 50 or, you know, uh, yeah. somewhere in there. 
that range, like how much work they did that was well executed to translate mm. those characters and that kind of cohesiveness over. Yeah. That being said, we will be back to talk about part two. Yeah. Next week. But before we do that, Andrew. Oh. I've got some some announcements and, and things. Ooh. So so one, uh, you can we'll we'll put a link in the show notes. But the two of us were on an episode of Adventures in Ideology. Oh, it's out now! It's out! Woohoo! I gotta yeah. listen to that. <laughs> yeah. Um and so so yeah, that, that 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 came out a little while ago and we can uh yeah, we'll 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 link to it. We went on there um after they were on our episode on choices. We went over and returned the favor to talk about the night travelers, which is the first of the video episodes. So if you've uh listened to if you subscribe to our bonus feed, you got to hear us react to that. Uh, live for the first time mm-hmm. um and now if you uh if you want to hear us with a little bit more developed thoughts uh with a little bit more time behind it uh and, and with chatting with some very fun people wonderful wonderful um ladies. you can go you can go give that a listen um and then i have one other note here which is we have a review that i'd like to read um, but a little bit of an unorthodox review. Okay. So this comes from the podcast Chicklet. Um, they did an episode a couple months back, um, and they have a segment on that show where they uh, just talk about the stuff they've been listening to. Okay. Um, and so one of the hosts, Karen, uh, had the following to say about us. The thing I really like about their show is they're both still very much Christians, but there's a lot of not-so-subtle things I've picked up on that make me realize they're not the conservative evangelical Christian brand that I've known. And I just really appreciate their perspective. They both have a lot of wisdom for being late teens, early 20s. Early 20s, thank you. But <laughs> no, but at the beginning so of our show, Andrew, or, you were a teenager. Oh, yeah. No, I was 18. Oh, no, 17. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, yeah. Wow, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. So, I wish I could give you a hug for saying that, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a digital hug I can send over? Yeah. That was really sweet. Oh. But yeah. Love that. So yeah, we'll uh we'll go out on that note. Yeah. Um, and with all that being said, we'll be back next week to talk about the last episode of Connie Year One. Episode fifty two. Connie. Part, part two. two. Bye, guys. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Club. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalkpod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Connie Part 1 is hosted by Dylan Weaver. Andrew Acebo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haberstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod.